Matt, if, uh, for you just tuning in, Rich is essentially talking about watching uh, porn that's not quite porn while his sister is like five feet away. Oh, I, I no. know about Food Wars because last year oh, okay. when I told you that my 14-year-old goddaughter was getting into anime, you said, and I quote, make her watch Food Wars. I definitely did not say that. You 100 percent did not. I we, we probably have it on recording. <laughs> Until I hear the recording, I will refute that this ever happened. Oh, right, here's how it sounded like oh, you should make her watch Food Wars. It'll be great. <laughs> I remember us talking about Food Wars. This at sounds some plausible point, now. But I don't fully remember him saying have her watch it. It was a full throated endorsement, no pun intended. <laughs> Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Gesno, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed reporting live, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed reporting live from one of the other Schoolhouse Rock songs, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. I don't... Bill sitting on Capitol Hill. <sighs> I don't want to sit on a Capitol Hill. Fuck that. There's so many politicians. Fuck those people. You ever see the uh, SNL sketch? I think it was like 10 or 15 years old, something like that. Uh, it was the take on uh, the I'm just a bill thing, but it was about Obama's executive orders. And uh, so they had like, I think Keenan was pretending to be, Keenan Thompson was pretending to be the uh, the bill. And then somebody was like, oh, well, you got to meet your new friend. And it's like Bobby Moynihan dressed as a bill, but with a cigarette. And he's like, I'm an executive order. And I pretty much just happened. And the song ends. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good song. Like it's the extended yeah. edition, too. Yeah, that's, that's as long as it gets. That's all the executive order needs is a stroke of a pen, baby. When you uh, when you mentioned Schoolhouse Rock, completely forgetting that you did Conjunction Junction last episode, I almost started well, singing well, Conjunction oh, Junction. Okay. <laughs> okay, Junction Junction. It was so long was ago. ago. Yeah, it was a full, it was a yeah, week, was a full ago. week ago. I don't blame you. Couldn't possibly blame you for that. No, no, Sean O'Brien, because it's been a week and he's still at the wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's, real it's fucking a long wedding. wedding. Yeah, it's like one of those. Uh, no, I'm not gonna make that joke. It's uh, yeah, it's a really long wedding. Uh, it's very long, uh, week long, seven days, something like that. Seven days. Yeah, but he's still there. He's he's still enjoying himself. He's oh. probably still at the bar. I, I uh, mean, he he did say don't contact him, so we just have to assume he's having a good time. So what you're I saying assume. is send him dick pics. Mm. I mean, he's him. got he's got two of them. So like, why would he need more pics of them? Well, first there's Richard Nixon, then there's you. Oh, mm. oh. What were you talking about? Mm. N- nothing, nothing. No. Welcome to the Awarding Rose Podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Oh, Richard's a dick, and Rich is a dick for. Not getting your joke, I get. Don't forget Richard Gear, Dick Dicky Gear. The premise of our show <laughs> is that we answer questions from us. We bring questions to the table. And we discuss them with our bros about life, the universe, and everything. And we also want your questions as well. We've answered dozens, hundreds, thousands. You know, I'm gonna say it: billions of listener questions over the last four years that we've done for our show. Uh, and we want more. Give us more. We want yours. Send them to brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. That's brosequestions at gmail 
Drinkwithjohn.com. But first and foremost, we have to discuss what we are drinking tonight. And I will start because I'm drinking a bottle of Bogle Family Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it's a vintage 2019. So look, I've talked about Vogel Vineyard several times in the show. May as well sponsor the damn show at this point because Josh won't answer our DMs, uh, <laughs> which is fine because Twitter is going to be disappeared in about six days. Uh, but Vogel Vineyards uh, is a California vineyard and they, they specialize in organic, sustainable wines. Uh, and this is a good cab sap. I will say of the Vogel wines that I've had, this is probably my favorite. Uh, and look, I'm still not going to say that you're going to get like an A plus wine if you get one of these but it's like eight or nine bucks it's a good sustainable wine and it tastes pretty good i i think you can do pr- i think that's pretty good bang for your buck there so i would definitely recommend uh bogle cab set very nice full-bodied red wine tim what are you drinking tonight i am drinking 2015 children's vineyards merlot from here in north kakalaki from the reserve series and they reserve the shittiest uh no the it's not that bad. It's better than the other shitty children's wines that I've had on the show over the course of uh, the last year of me being down here. And uh, it tastes less like shit than it did when I started. Uh, there's less of that acidity or vinegary taste, which is either because uh, my taste buds have died or it's just it, it's it's been breathing over the last hour or week, however mm. you want to look at it, uh, and has gotten Period. better. But it's uh it's very earthy, firmer low, but uh, I don't hate it as much as I did an hour ago. Tim, you know what it is? Your pinky's not out. You're not drinking fancy, so yeah, that's okay. the wrong answer. Where did that go? That's the wrong finger. The what? Didn't you have a decanter? Where did that? You go? Mean, you mean this stupid little thing? <laughs> Oh, the thing on the top. Okay. Oh, that's the decanter. I thought it was a, like a full on like you pour. No, it it's it's you... an aerator. I don't have a decanter. Uh, okay. I thought I thought you had a decanter. You think I have the space to store a decanter? What kind of bougie son of a bitch do you take me for? <laughs> Just because I have like twelve different kinds of Johnny Walker Scotch, you think I have decanters for my wine? I don't know how big is that computer tower you've been building for the last couple of years. I haven't upgraded this at all. Since okay. 2020, mm-hmm. okay. but I already have my next one planned, and it's like two thousand dollars. So, like, Got leave it. me alone. <laughs> as far as the dimensions, does it take up the approximate like uh, width, height, and length of a I don't know a decanter? No, it's probably taller. Got it. Okay, uh, Rich, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, uh, Venito Bianco. It's a 2020 white wine. Um, I got it because it has this cool graffiti label. And I really like it. It's like kind of fruity, not too sweet. Enjoy it. All right. Not too sweet. That's a nice thing. So we get a little bit it's older. A sweet you know, like one. I, I've, st- I've still got a bit of a sweet tooth as a as a thirty three year old man, but like as you get a little bit older, you know, the sweetness is you want to tone down a little bit. You don't need it to be beaten over the head with sweetness necessarily. So that's good. You get a little, a little light sweetness. Yeah. We're yeah. at the dark chocolate age of our lives. Oof. Where you, you get the the ninety nine percent cacao chocolate instead of the the milk chocolate. Mm. The chocolate that tastes like a brick. Who wants to go first? We've got uh, we've all brought questions, and again, if you, the listener, would like to send us your questions, it's brosequestions at gmail dot com. Anybody uh, got something particularly juicy they want to start us off with? I'll go. I got something particularly juicy. Uh, this mm. is a this is a heavy question, so I figure we start off with it. Uh, this may make or break relationships as well. But um, oh boy, 
because it's Thanksgiving, I guess it's the best time to ask this. Um, orange juice. No pulp, mm-hmm. some pulp, pulp, or orange in a bottle. What's your preference? So absolutely unrelated to the question, my brain turned uh, orange in a bottle to um, message in a bottle, but kept, or at least to that tune. So now my brain is just going, orange in a bottle. Orange in a bottle. I thought you were going to go. Strands of pulp washed upon the shore. (laughs) See, Matt has already put more thought into it than I have. (laughs) I love that song. It's a banger. (laughs) <laughs> I thought, in a bottle is low-key a phenomenal song it absolutely I, is i thought you were gonna go christina aguilera genie in a bottle no I, no i have taste in music Ooh, oh oh that's wait a minute that song's good too <laughs> it's fine you gotta I'm rub an orange in a too. bottle baby <laughs> so this sounds terrible already <laughs> gotta peel me the Here's right it. way honey <laughs> This is getting worse. <laughs> the answer to the question is no pulp. No pulp Oof. all day. Oof. Yeah. No. No. That's so fake. Why? It's pulp. So fake. Yeah. No pulp is so fake, man. It's refined. No. You need pulp in your orange juice. Otherwise, it's just... No, man. Listen, I get fiber elsewhere in my diet. I don't need texture in my drink. <sighs> you know where I can get orange pulp, Rich? An orange. <laughs> I want to eat it. Just eat an orange, then. I'm eating the juice because I don't want that. Next, oh, you're gonna man. tell me I need pulp in my grape juice. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Any other juice, no pulp. I'm picturing but... Rich like spitting out apple ju- juice, being like, "Where's the seeds?" Like... <laughs> no, it's just orange juice that I'm like. If I, whenever I have a no pulp orange orange juice, I'm just like, this is just not. It's not the same it's to concentrate mm. it doesn't taste the same it doesn't taste as good like hmm. I, I i i think extra pulp is way too much but pulp is perfect pulp is perfect mm. d- d- don't give me this extra pulp shit that's just i don't want to have to drink my orange juice with a spoon um but you already some, are no i i mean i do have the uh the filter of a mustache that uh, keeps me mm. from actually getting all the pulp, but mm. no, it. I don't know, man. I just I can't That's do orange juice without pulp. That's not the brag that pulp. I think you think it is. No, <laughs> it's not. Trust me, it's I not. I didn't realize you were a whale and had brillian built into your face. <laughs> mm. But oh man, you guys are no pulp people. Ah. Yeah, and I, you know, honestly, Rich is making me rethink this because frequently I've been drinking my no pulp orange juice and been like, you know what, this is missing grass. Like, if this just had some grass in it, then it would taste a lot better. I mean, no, grass grass has a different flavor. You don't want grass. You want orange chunks. Here we go. I mean, yeah. that that's like that's like me and Joe arguing over scotch. He's like, you know what? It's not a good scotch unless it tastes like somebody threw moss in my scotch. I'm like, no, I disagree. No, it's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to have two different products. Look, I love oranges, and I love orange juice. Although, I, I will. Here's my hot take. Uh, Clementine's better than oranges. 100%. Oh, I can totally agree. Totally agree. Totally yeah, agree. Clementine's better than oranges. I would absolutely rather have that. Um, but but like, I love both. The reason I want the orange juice is because I want the juice. I want the liquid part of it. And yeah, and also, I am I am full on infuse my orange juice with calcium and vitamin D. Anytime I see that label that it's like, oh, add calcium and vitamin D. 
fucking right. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, my bones, my teeth. I want the strongest teeth on the planet. Give me that orange juice. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I'm all about the no pulp orange juice. It's just, I, I, you know, I'm drinking a drink. I don't need it. I'm not looking for extra texture in my, my morning juice. Um, and on an unrelated note, I want to retract my statement about Braylene because it's, it's Baleen is whale's teeth. And I, I fucked up my own joke and I, I want to I apologize. I wasn't sure if I had just forgotten <laughs> that part of the whale anatomy. It's like, there's Baleen. I was so, correct. I was so close. I added one extra letter. Braylene. I thought you were right because I, I didn't know bra- this. So <laughs> it's like I took Baleen and a Praline, and I was like, these will work together. <laughs> Braylene's the brand of uh, toothpaste I use to brush the pulp out of my teeth after I'm done drinking Rich's ridiculous, like fully pulp uh, orange juice. Just regular pulp is all you need. You don't need that extra pulp. Much. You don't it's need garbage. that extra pulp. Like it's garbage. You know, I, the right amount of pulp is zero. Uh, s- some pulp is fine, but I prefer just regular pulp. I love that the most divisive questions on this show are usually something fucking (laughs) stupid like pulp in your orange juice or or flip-flops versus rain boots. (laughs) When it's a serious question, like we have to consider all options because like, look, there's a lot of research that goes into some of the serious questions that we discuss. And it's entirely possible that we have not considered a particular viewpoint. Orange juice is a question I've been considering since I was like three. I have like 30 years experience in the orange juice question. I feel like that's all I've, that's at least 20 years more than I need to render a pretty solid opinion on it. And I I've come to this conclusion after literal decades of research. Yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've recently started doing a daily glass of orange juice and like, I've had no, no pulp orange juice. And I'm just like, "It, it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't. Um, mm. God, what is the word I good? Is that the word I'd use for this? No, <laughs> good no, it's not good. I, I think you might be right. It seems yeah, accurate. No. Now, are you a cold press juice uh, red, guy, Rich? Now you got into the, the juice game in the mornings. So you cold press orange juice or is regular old orange? Juice? Uh, no, right he's now, a French press orange juice man. <laughs> no, right now it's just like Wegman's brand pulp orange juice. I I don't have anything mm-hmm. fancy about about it right now like yeah. i wouldn't right. i i have done like fresh orange juice like i've bought oranges my sister has like a thing and like i've made the orange juice and i'll be honest didn't taste as good didn't taste as good as a bottled orange juice um yeah and there There's was also certain, some things you get at the store that like at a certain point like the work it's literally the juice is not worth the squeeze like yeah. the, the work to produce it yourself is simply not worth it and no it's like, it dude it costs like two dollars for a carton of orange yeah, juice. Yeah, it, it takes to make like I have a little like um rocks glass that that I'll drink my orange juice from to get that filled doing homemade orange juice, it's like five oranges. Or I could oranges. just spend two dollars on, on a bottle of orange juice and that that'll last me a week. So that was the way I got around peanut butter, the peanut butter shortage at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm a big fan of peanut butter, and uh, all the peanut butter jars were gone because everybody, uh, you know, went on a run for all the canned goods, including you know jars of peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly and stuff like that. And so I went and found the last container of like raw peanuts that they had there, and just made my own peanut butter at home, and it was great. And, it was, and again, it wasn't like oh, you know, I you know I had to spend all this time doing it because you couldn't do anything because it was the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I've got a, I've got you know twenty minutes to make my own peanut butter. Sure, uh, it was great. You, you that know, was worth it because the pe- the cost of the peanuts was literally the same as a jar of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if have you ever tried peanut butter or cashew butter on waffles? If not, not on waffles. You should try it. It's really good. 
it, okay. it, it gives you like that extra protein and some of that saltiness rather than having syrup. It's not overly sweet. I, I've, uh, I alternate between syrup and cashew butter on my, uh, or no almond butter on my waffles in the mornings for breakfast. Cashew butter is like a, a once a year, like delicacy for me. Cause it's like, it's like ten dollars a jar mm. or something like that. Because cashew, because it's a cashew. Yeah, it's really good. And so I'm like, on my birthday, I'll like treat myself to a jar of cashew butter. It's, it's like, yeah, here's yeah. my gift. Yeah, yeah. And I wear my top hat, my monocle, and I make my butler Singleton carry it for me on my way out. Singleton. Uh, so yeah, uh, no, yeah. Cashew butter is cashew butter is strong. Be honest, you have you have Jordan carried out for you now. Like you, you don't have to do any of that labor anymore. You have I have a second butler for I have a second butler for Jordan. His name is Doubleton. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait for the day that I can make Jordan carry myself. <laughs> awesome. She's getting close, man. She's strong. Oh my god, she's 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 she's, she's as tall as Tim is now, right? Like she's she started mm, growing pretty quickly. Give her take an inch. Okay, take an inch. Yeah, yeah, she's almost there. She's coming for you, man. She's nipping at your heels. Listen. Well, I mean, your feet are nipping at your heels because that's where her feet are. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> Look, guys. You guys are so mean to me. Sean's, Sean's not here. Two is when we decided to just like, let loose on Tim's bike. <laughs> Sean's not here. Why are we ragging on Tim, huh? Be- be- because that's why true. not, Sean's honestly? <laughs> Only a coward goes to a wedding instead of doing your... Listen, I'm, long wine I'm pretty sure my nieces are already taller than me, so like that's fair. Are you not sure because you can't see them anymore, or you haven't seen their heads in like five years? Uh, yeah. Mm. But uh, when we go visit for Thanksgiving, I'll be able to check in, measure up. Well, that'll be, be easy. Just see if there are any rides that they can get on that you can't the next time. You guys <laughs> All, of them. Park together. <laughs> All of them. All of them. All of them. Uh, Tim, you want to go next? <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> All right, let me let me see what questions I had prepared. Uh, sexiest man alive did that one. Sean's a traitor did it's that still one. Not sexiest man alive, it's still not that. <laughs> you did just say sexiest man alive you it, again. You said it again. I apparently don't know how words work, so like, I I have I I and I definitely wrote it correctly, so I don't know why he's saying the just straight up wrong fucking word. I don't know. Um, is that how you and Martha yeah. got together? Where you're just like, I'm gonna show you a sexist night on the town. <laughs> <laughs> sexist night of your life. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> All right. Since this is Thanksgiving week. What is one thing from everywhere from like beginning of snacking prior to dinner all the way up to dessert? What is one thing that if you were missing on Thanksgiving makes it not Thanksgiving for you? Ooh. Stuffing. Hmm? Stuffing. Stuffing for Matt? Stuffing. Stuffing. I mean, dressing wherever, depending where you're in the country. Stuffing. Stuffing Stuffing is the one food on Thanksgiving that I that I look forward to every year because you do so much shit with it. Like, turkey is obviously, look, turkey's great. And you do a full bird turkey, that's that's delicious. But, like, it's, it's stuffing. Stuffing is, you can you can do so many different variations on it. You can do a savory one. 
Uh, you could do a sweeter one if you wanted to put like some cornbread in it instead. You can make it spicy if you toss some spicy sausage in there. Uh, it's 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 great, and I will legitimately like we we do like my 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 dad uh, and we do my mom's side of the family, my my wife's side of the family, and all that. And every one of them seems to have their own spin on stuffing, and I will have all three. I will have three different variations on stuffing, and then I'll make my own at home because I just freaking love it. And I contend that we should be eating it more than we are. It should not be restricted to just the holiday season. And the fact that we don't eat stuffing 12 months out of the year is an absolute disgrace and an abomination and, and, and dragging the good name of stuffing through the mud. I don't like stuffing. You are a fucking monster. I've, I've had in, in the last 20 years, I've had stuffing once. And that was because uh, Matt had a friend's giving and made gluten-free stuffing. And I was like, well, he went through all this trouble, so I have to have the stuffing. I think they had like a gluten free version of stovetop at the store. Yeah, that's that's that. that's what it was, and I was just like, yeah. "Well, he he bought it, and he went through mm-hmm. the effort." All right, <laughs> I had yeah. a spoonful, and I was yeah. just like, "Yeah, no offense, Matt." I mean, I didn't say this, but I was just like in my head, "I'm like, no offense, Matt," but 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 here you are. I now, still know I don't like stuffing to your like, face. <laughs> <laughs> It's there. It's it's a texture thing, really, is what it is. It's more the texture. Well, is it is it the fact that it was glue? Okay, did you have stuffing before you realized it? No, uh, you I, I've I've like I've probably did when I was younger, but just I never really enjoyed it. It was either like how it, like when I was younger, the stuffing that we had was the literal stuffed inside the turkey stuffing um, mm. that my mom would make, and just like, you get the all the juices. The thought of it and the look of it, I just it was never appetizing to me. I might have had it at that point, and I was just like, "It's just no, just no, I don't like it." Uh, it when we, when I went to school in Woodland, even they would do like turkey lunches, and they would have like basically like small thin sliced pieces of chunks of turkey, which was basically like lunch meat turkey on top of a like ice cream scoop of stuffing, and I would be the only one who would not eat that stuff and he was just like no i don't i'm not i'm not no i just don't like it all right well, what's your uh, what's your number one then what what is uh what food uh does not, what makes your thanksgiving uh it would have to be uh probably cornbread cornbread like if we don't have cornbread on the table to me it's just not thanksgiving i feel like cornbread like it, it's it's i believe it's always been there for me with with like being on the table not actually literally but like i don't tell cornbread my secrets <laughs> but like, like wrapping your arm around cornbread <laughs> you don't have man. to cornbread Look already knows cornbread knows yeah. but i think i think we've always had cornbread and to me like a thanksgiving without cornbread is just it doesn't feel right it's all, it's that and ham my mom makes a ham and a turkey Every Thanksgiving, and if I have a Thanksgiving without ham, I'm just like, just not the same, not the same. Cornbread's phenomenal, and you know what cornbread does? Makes good stuffing. You know what? It could, and I've I've thought about trying that, making a stuff like a gluten free stuffing cornbread to try or stuffing cornbread stuffing, just to try Mm -hmm. it and see if I liked it. But Mm -hmm. my brother usually takes care of the stuffing, so I'm not even going to bother. Tim, uh, what what is the food that makes Thanksgiving for you? So, am, am I weird that I've literally never been to a Thanksgiving where there was cornbread? Ever? No, like it, I don't. When you said cornbread, I was like, "That's not fucking Thanksgiving at all." I've not, literally never seen one, it. 
you know, it's not the number one thing I would think of, but when he said, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've been to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, think... Normally there's like a crescent roll or something like that, but yeah, yeah I've definitely been to celebrations. Okay. It, uh, it, but cornbread is good. I'm not going to knock you on it. I'm yeah. just going to knock you on not liking stuffing. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's a, a texture thing, man. It's a texture <sighs> thing. So, I'll, I'll be honest. I asked this question. I was hoping I was going to be able to whittle my ideas down, but I'm stuck in a four-way tie. That's, okay. You know what? I lied. I lied. I, I'll whittle it down to a three-way tie. I can knock green bean casserole off because, like, I love green bean casserole, but I'm okay if it's not there. Uh, which makes my three, my my top three, very funny. Uh, one stuffing, fucking duh. <laughs> um, and Matt, you were talking about not eating stuffing uh, for the rest of the year. It's like uh, uh, I think it's stovetop. Stovetop box stuffing is actually phenomenal and takes five minutes to cook. And they've oh, I know, yeah. They they've got the the like herb and spices or the garlic and herb one. They got the turkey one. I don't like the chicken one. I, it, it's fucking bad. But they also have a cornbread one and like a Hawaiian sweetbread mm. one and like oh, they're so fucking good. Hawaiian sweetbread is an option I didn't I, I had not considered before. So. It's not that you can't. It's just that you need to be more dedicated to stuffing, Matt. That's what that's what this is. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like when you go, to, I'm not going to Cracker Barrel and they're they're tossing in stuffing in like March, like as a as an option for sides. Like it's, it's usually a specialty between November and December, and it's something as a society that I will not stand for. Yeah. So I I, I agree. I'm, I'm Matt's, Matt's, so, Matt's political platform is more stuffing. So stuffing my 2024. <laughs> I agree. I'm on board. Kaznell Let's do this, baby. Craft that makes it Casnell and Craft 2024. Bring stovetop to everybody. <laughs> Forget about a UBI. We're bringing stovetop to everybody's doors in 2024. Let's do free, it. Free stovetop stuffing to every family once a week. Hooray. Absolutely. Uh, so top three are stuffing, obviously, uh, pumpkin pie, uh, and and in planning. My visit to go see my brother uh, and his family up in upstate New York uh, at their new house is uh, <laughs> making sure we have enough pumpkin pie. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's just like so. And Martha and uh, my sister-in-law, Kel, have been planning like the food. And I was like, you have to have at least three pies or three pumpkin pies. And she's like, why three? And I was like, well, one for me, one for him. And then you and the girls can all share one. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've made perfect sense to me. Uh, and then the least, the the least uh, brains drawn a blank. So I'll go with the most artificial thing on the table: the can of fridged cranberry sauce. You ne- exactly, it needs to. This- <laughs> whether you eat it or not, it needs to look like a can. Like I, I don't generally eat the cranberry sauce just because I there's so much food on the table. I just I'm not against it. I just don't eat it. Um, mm-hmm. But like if if there's not a can piece of gelled cranberry sauce on the table, it's not Thanksgiving. So there was a one year where I made uh, I tried to make cranberry sauce on my own. I think I actually did like a half decent job of it. But it was my wife saying like, oh yeah, my my family always has like cranberry sauce with a jar, and I was like, you know, or the, the out of the can. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make cranberry sauce like straight up. You get the cranberries, you know, you get the, the get the gel and everything like that, and uh, you, you stir it together, do it in the saucepan, and make my own cranberry sauce. And <laughs> it tasted good, 
but it wasn't out of the can. And I could tell, even putting it down from my wife, she was like, <sighs> just looking Fine. at me. Like, this is just not out of the can. There's <laughs> something about that. Yeah. You talk about texture of the stuffing, right? Just something about seeing that wiggling cylinder <laughs> with lines drawn in the side of it just makes the makes the meal. So it, it's it's funny because for the longest time I didn't know I didn't know there was real cranberry sauce. So I'm pretty sure I was like 12 or 13 by the time I found out that there was something that didn't come out of a can called cranberry <laughs> sauce. And when it showed up on the table, I'm like, the fuck is that? Yeah. And I tried it and I did not. Like, There's whipped cream on it. Fuck you, Like, it's mom. cranberry sauce. So I was like, that's not cranberry sauce. And like, well, no, this is real cranberry sauce. It's not the can. And I was like, okay, but where is the canned stuff? Because that's what I want. And they're like, we don't have any. I'm like. Ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's like the first time I had like non-craft macaroni and cheese. Like somebody said, "Oh, yeah, Miss, Mrs. Jensen's gonna have macaroni and cheese," and I was like, "Oh, good, Velveeta or something like that." And there's like this thin layer of like toasted cheese on the top. I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> I Are you fucking kidding me? Heartbreaking. I was like seventeen, eighteen, and I had a friend who had a friendsgiving, and I made like uh, I like. Uh, super cheesy mashed potatoes and I bring them to the Friendsgiving and I put them on the table and one person looks at me and is like this isn't mashed potatoes I'm like well it's got some cheese it's got bacon and stuff in it and I'm like no like it's not from a box so I'm not eating it I'm like what yeah why is it so chunky because it's mashed potatoes yeah I'm not eating it have, I've never had fresh mashed potatoes, only from a box. I'm like, it's more expensive to get that box mashed potatoes, actually. Like, I'll tell you, Rich, this cast of characters that you bring in on some of these stories, uh, like, is just everything you bring in stories is some, some at one person after another is just like, yeah, I've never seen real wood. I've only had like particle board everywhere in my house. It's always, it's always something like that. And this is just a normal way of existence for them. I was, I was about to shit on this person. And then I realized this is still the exact same argument I had, had about cranberry sauce, except I was about to argue the other side. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I was like, I've I don't know, never there's, met There's something some... different about the potato thing, though. Like, yeah, I've making never it from flakes someone. is just different. It's not yeah, like, the same. It's not the same. It's just, it's not, I don't, I hate box mashed potatoes. Um, my sister actually came to me the other day because I was talking to my mom about Thanksgiving because like turkey prices are so high and so expensive. I'm like, if the turkey's too expensive, do not buy it. Like, we'll figure it out. We can all split it, whatever. Don't get a giant turkey if it's too expensive. Get and my mom was like, well, no, the turkey should be fine, but I don't think I'm going to do mac and cheese this year. So I'm like way cheaper than the turkey. So you're going to leverage turkey over mac and cheese? Well, no, but she was just, she was just like there's already so much food and she like Ma, she, what are when, you doing? Well, no, when it comes to making mac and cheese though, she makes two mac and cheeses. She makes one for me and she makes one for everyone else. And so it does become a lot more and I'm just like it, if you don't think we need mac and cheese, don't make mac and cheese. Like we already do have so much food. Like, we already have the mashed potatoes. We already have the uh, ham, the turkey, the 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 sweet potatoes, uh, and whatever else everyone else is making. If you don't want to make mac and cheese, don't make mac and cheese. Have somebody else do it, at least. But, like, mm. my sister was like, yeah, mom said she's not going to do mac and cheese this year. 
Like, yeah, I told her that she didn't really need to. She didn't think it was going to go. And she's like, well, we need mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. It's not Thanksgiving without mac and cheese. I'm like, you know, I feel like a mac and cheese at Thanksgiving is kind of new for our family, at least. Maybe other families have always had mac and cheese, but we never really had mac and cheese up until we had more vegetarians in the family, really. Yeah, we've never had it. I don't we've think you need to fold a five-alarm freak out of her mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't think it's yeah. a necessary reaction. Uh, so Sim mentioned pie. Uh, best pie, go. No, nope. I we've already had this fight before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you <laughs> so get, you, you guys, guys want to have it again. You guys are going to say pecan pie. I've never no, had it. No, it's pumpkin pie. I thought yeah, you guys were going to say Tim's pecan gonna pie. Say, Sean, I'm going to say pumpkin pie. Say pecan pie which Sean is correct, and Matt always say table. pecan pie. We've already had this uh, fight. I I go yeah. I go either apple pie or a shoe fly pie. Well, I keep bringing it up because it's been a few years, and I, I want to see if Tim's learned anything in the last couple of years. And he hasn't. <laughs> Listen, if you know anything about me, it's that I don't fucking learn anything. <laughs> yeah. Set in my ways, Hanson. Cranberry sauce out of the jars. And I, I will I will constantly teach myself a new skill that I will never use ever again. But as far as learning life lessons, you can fuck off. I'm, I, I'm actually going to go to the farmer's market in Mulca Hill tomorrow morning and pick up some shoe fly pie to freeze for Thanksgiving because they make gluten-free shoe fly pie that they sell there. Uh, there's a company nice. that does a bunch of like gluten-free pies and desserts and stuff that they sell at Mulca Hill. So I was like, sick, I'm going to go get some. Yeah. My takeaway is Matt's secret favorite thing that makes Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is uh, fighting with your friends. <laughs> over fucking pie. <laughs> Jokes on you. I don't have any friends. No. Uh, oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway, the next question uh comes from me, correct? Yeah. I think so. All right. Uh get relatively lighthearted on this one. Uh, all right. Well, here's one. This is adjacent to Thanksgiving because, uh, as Tim mentioned, he, you know, one of my, my favorite things to do is get into arguments at Thanksgiving. And so uh, one of the, you know, the, the biggest thing, it, it, there's always these articles every year that like, how do you talk about politics with your family at Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. How can you possibly talk to somebody else with a different political opinion than you? How are you going to handle grandpa coming out and talking about the wall at Thanksgiving? Like having this like full-fledged like you need like an article every year in newsweek about this listen so pink floyd sphere, is great <laughs> yeah your grandfather's your grandfather every year comes back to thanksgiving and says we don't need no, need no education. education in the spirit of those arguments that you may or may not be having at thanksgiving um <clears throat> i kind of wish sean was here for this one but I, I i can't really hold it uh what's your most conservative social or political opinion and what's your most liberal uh, political or social opinion? Oh, this would be a great question for Sean. I, yeah, I know. I know. We could, we could ask him. We could, I, could, I could ask another one. That could be a nice teaser for the next time when Sean comes back and I could pull another one. I don't mind it. I got uh, more. I, I got that, one. Wait, wait, wait. I, I suggest we answer this. And All then right. when we have Sean back on, we just ask okay. it again and see if All he right. catches on to the fact that we done did it already. <laughs> he should be he editing listened. one of these episodes. I, I think, <laughs> well, just uh, make sure he doesn't edit this one. Tess, right, you call, got I'll this. I believe this in one. you. Oh, wait, that's right. Tess, Tess does this one. All right, Tess right, is doing these ones. But also, mm. he listens. 
So unless we mm. do ask him next week, <sighs> fuck. Which I mean, next we week we he wouldn't it. hear it. Yeah, but we could definitely do it. One hundred percent. All right, uh, let's 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 answer it then. So your most conservative, your most uh, liberal political opinion. <clears throat> That's a tough one. I'm actually trying mm. to uh, remember the answers that I gave to like who do you side with or whatever on Tuesday when I was trying mm. to figure things out and look up politics and whatnot. What, mm. like, I feel like potentially my most conservative, um, it, I feel like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my most liberal absolutely is, uh, legalized weed. That, that should be legal. Um, or mm. I, no, I have, no, actually I can't even say that. I wouldn't that even say I, that's super liberal. No, uh, because, because like liberal would be like legalized per- cocaine. No, at this point. yeah. So like, yeah. It, it's actually that wouldn't be my most liberal. My most liberal would be like um, uh, 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 abortion rights. Like, no one should have a say on abortion rights, and that should still be um, that should still be protected by. I know what you meant, but I like the idea of nobody being allowed to have an opinion on abortion. Like, no one. No <laughs> Yeah, you know I what I mean. Like, it, no! should, it should it should still be protected by the con- by by the, the the constitution. Well, I think uh, you're not allowed like, to or, think. Like, yeah, it should still be protected, and um, it should not be All something right. that people argue. Like my I I my <laughs> my test for like who do you side with dot com or whatever on Tuesday, ninety eight percent Democrat. Ninety-seven percent socialist Democrat, two percent mm. Republican, mm. and I'm trying right, to think well, of what that two percent was. I yeah. think it had something to do with like ID requirements for voting. Uh, um, but I okay. don't, I don't remember like how I answered it. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't know. I don't. I actually don't know what my most most. My most conservative viewpoint would be. I have to think about mm-hmm. that. If if one of you guys can figure out your one or both of yours. So I would probably say my most liberal one is probably also abortion. Um and just the access and the rights therein. Um and the, you could probably weigh some of the other social um like s- social support systems and stuff. Uh, this, this, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm, I am definitely left of center, um, oh, yeah. or have become this, this more left of center. Is, is it left of center? So I, I, I've definitely sense. been more so over the last like four years of us recording the show. I think when we first asked political questions, I said it was right of center. Now I would definitely argue left of center. Um, because even some of my more right-leaning thought processes are always twinged with the left-leaning responsibility therein. Like, I, I could easily say, like, oh, yeah, I'm very pro-Second Amendment. I was like, and, and I am. I absolutely be- believe in the Second Amendment. But I believe in the aspect that everyone that is pro-Second Amendment seems to forget and fucking ignore, which is well-regulated. And it doesn't just mean fucking free reign, because clearly that doesn't fucking work. Mm. But um, 
And I will always go to the Stephen Hofstetter joke of gun owners think uh, like you love the Second Amendment, believe in it. You absolutely have one friend that you absolutely know should never fucking own a firearm. Mm. No one can say they don't know that one person. Everyone's got it. Uh, And that should be enough for responsible gun laws that we just seem to fight against for no fucking reason. So even that is not all that conservative because of my perspective on it. So uh, that's that's the thing. I'm trying I'm struggling to figure yeah. out what my most conservative yeah perspective is. And honestly, when Richie when you brought up the uh the voter ID laws, I would probably lean towards something like that or I've definitely thought about that and I know that there's a lot of issues with that that it's just like lack of access and it's like okay well then give the fucking access make these things more accessible don't have one office open like maybe two days a week from 8 a.m to 9 30 a.m twice a week that is also 300 miles away from anyone who would ever actually need it which is a lot of the pushback that I remember from these conversations. And it's like, it's, so even that is twinged with like, yes, I agree with this, but also fucking support it because that's why no one wants this because it's bullshit. There is no support for something like this and there is no plan to put support for something like this. And if anything, you're taking away the support structures for something like this, just like you're taking away la- like, making it harder for people to vote. So it's just like, no, fuck you guys. <laughs> I want to support you, but also no, because you're not reasonable. You're just fucking children about it. Hmm. So uh, that's what I got. I, I really can't think of anything that's on, on my mind or, or in my thought process of being super conservative. Those are good ones, though. I, I think, you know, like, like I said, I think the show generally leans center left, and that's kind of why I, I at, at minimum, lean center left, and, and a lot of time goes a little further than that, so I thought this was an interesting question. I think okay, I'll choose a topical one uh, for my most conservative opinion, and I think my most conservative opinion is that uh, I think in the macro, in spite of how it might impact individual people, I don't think that student loan forgiveness is a solution to the student loan problem in the United States. And I think that it is not the best allocation of resources, Uh, even though I know personally, like I I know people and I myself are people that benefit from the student loan forgiveness program. Uh, It is in general, uh, if you're going to send money directly to people, there are definitely other classes of people that could that could use the money more than people who got student loans. Uh, however, I think that there is a problem with the cost of student loans and the problem and the, the way that you solve it is you get the government out of uh, you get the government out of securing all student loans and, and getting guaranteeing student loans. I think the student loan forgiveness thing is like putting a bandaid on cancer. And I think that uh, the, the way you solve it is you stop the federal government from guaranteeing student loans, because the way it works right now is the federal government says to banks, yo, guys. Whatever you get out of these staffer loans, just we 100% guarantee them. Like you're not going to lose any money on this. This is federal, 100% backed by the federal government. And the federal, and then the banks turn around and go, well, if the government's going to 100% back all these student loans, we're going to give out as much money as we want because it doesn't matter. It's completely risk free. Just toss money at the problem. And the schools go, well, 
if banks are just going to give out whatever we want, then we're just going to jack up tuition because we're going to get more money out of it. And it's just that's the the main issue at hand. I think that the student loan forgiveness thing, I, I understand the sentiment behind it. I don't think it's really the way to solve the problem. Uh, and so I think that my, my conservative opinion is that if you're going to take $10,000 and send money directly to people, there are different groups of people that probably deserve that money first before people who got student loans. Uh, however, I will say my most liberal opinion is that we should eliminate all, uh, I guess you, the, the, the pejorative term for them is welfare program. Get rid of them all and institute a UBI. Get rid of all the bureaucracy. That's sort of a combination of the conservative and liberal mm-hmm. platforms. Uh, and guess what? It's co-signed by none other than goddamn Milton Friedman, one of the most classically <laughs> uh, classic economists that you can uh, that you've ever seen in, in world history. If you ever read about the about, about economics, I, I sound like a fucking moron talking about. This. You ever read about the economics, man? Read <laughs> Milton Friedman, bro. But like Milton Friedman is is a a strongly uh, classical eco- economist. And even he was like, look, if you're going to have a welfare program of any point, just have a UBI instead of having a bunch of specialized programs where people have to sign up with a bunch of paperwork and you sort of weed people out by the complexity of the paperwork, just have a UBI for a certain amount of money, no matter what. And that'll cover people's needs if they, you know, if they're, if you're somebody who would qualify for Medicare or Medicaid or somebody who would qualify for a form of disability insurance or somebody who would qualify for CHIP or some other kind of, of benefit, just be, you know what, everybody's getting this. Or if you qualify or, or if you want to do it as a progressive tiered system or something like that, uh, based on your, your actual income, then fine. But do it as a UBI instead of making people sign up for 90 different government programs. Mm-hmm. That would be my, my liberal opinion. Institute a UBI. My conservative opinion is the student loan forgiveness plan is not the solution to anything. Matt, I honestly love that because I did strong, I did consider using UBI as my answer, but I, I will fully admit I don't, it's one of those things that it's like, that sounds like a cool idea, mm-hmm. but I don't know enough to understand whether that is a realistic idea. And that's kind of, cool that's idea. kind of my thing. And, I mean, and an episode of Freakonomics about it years ago. Uh, and, and that, that doesn't substitute for full research on it. I'm not going to be like, yo, listen to this podcast and that'll do it. But like, it's, it's a very good podcast. But if we're going to compare your economic knowledge and your financial knowledge to mine, you are definitely ahead of me <laughs> and more in touch with that, that kind of information. So I, I love that, but I also love your perspective on um, the student loan crisis because everyone if you don't fix the root of the problem ultimately the problem just comes back so uh, while yes a ton of people will absolutely be helped with student forgiveness right now it's like okay where are we going to be at in five years gotta Mm -hmm. do it again yeah another five ten years gotta do it again it's like at some point we're just slapping a band-aid on not the right problem and if anything it's going to continue to get worse that so, was the problem I had with that argument was a lot like any and most of the people on the left were like like I can't believe like most people on the right were like I paid off my loans and I worked really hard and my twenties were miserable and which is a weird argument like I was miserable so you guys uh, should be miserable yeah. too uh, it's like and, I'm okay uh, well if you want everyone else to suffer you're not okay so fuck off yeah exactly and yeah. then the people on the left the argument was like I can't believe you know the argument from the people on the right is that they're not empathetic and it's like well how about this let's actually talk about the numbers and actually yeah. solve that part of the problem instead yeah. of just mm-hmm. seeing yeah. who's who's it, nicer. That's not the solution. Yeah, because because the problem the problem definitely isn't that we all have this student debt. It is the cost of tuition as well as the allowance uh, provided for from the government 
for student loans. Like, mm-hmm. and it's also it is a predatory process student loans to 18 year olds that don't know fucking pretty much anything about economics in general. Like it's, it's all a bad system that yeah, you guys are right. Because the incentives are all out of whack. Yeah. Because uncle Sam has said, I'm going to co-sign on all these loans and uh, you're, you're fully guaranteed. It's like an SVA loan, but not. And, uh, and they're, they're, you know, and I'm specifically talking about like Stafford loans and stuff like that. Like Mm. if you get a private Mm. loan from a private bank, that's a whole different ball game. But like, you know, which you is so much worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The interest rate is like four times as high as if you get a federal. My, my government shit's been paid off for years. I still have the private shit and I didn't finish my fucking degree. That's the worst part. Yo, that's the thing. Like, the, I, the, the, the private ones. Yeah. So and and that's kind of the conversation when people and that is very much my particular position is like, yes, I think this would be very helpful to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Am I mad that it wouldn't help me? A little bit, but that's not going to prevent me from being like, I hope this works for you. Mm-hmm. But sure. also, it's not going to solve the larger problem. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's, it, there's multiple layers to it. Like, you can be empathetic for other people and be like, hey, look, I'm I'm happy for you. Like, you know, look, it's not going to benefit me. But there are tons of government programs that, that I might benefit from that you don't and you pay into it and stuff like that. Like, like it, that, that part is what it is. It's more like, okay, when you get down to brass tacks, what's actually going to prevent this from being a problem 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. And and it's yeah. uh, like with uh, to to counter your UBI uh, argument, like I'm a hundred percent for UBI. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I believe there should be some form of UBI, but to replace like the Medicare acts and things like that with just a UBI, like you're going to need to heavily regulate that because somebody like me who doesn't need to worry about Medicare or anything getting a UBI, that's just essentially extra money. But then somebody who's not in oh, yeah. the same level as me who needs mm-hmm. those government programs they're using that money that they're getting from the government for the now the government programs rather than for what they for the general life use in a sense so there is a little bit of a give and take of like do do we still take away medicare medicaid whatever else welfare if we're providing a ubi because the people who are getting the those government systems are now losing like if you take those away just in for the ubi we're all getting the same amount each month but those people have to use that money for those systems whereas i'm using that money to buy a playstation 7 because i have a job that has that gives me insurance and i have i'm in a better position than they are so that's that's also kind of what job yeah, that's also kind of what Matt had mentioned with the like if you wanted to do some sort of like progressive. Yeah, I was like, was yeah, progressive yeah. the right word or am I just fucking stupid? No, no, like that's a progressive like staving. But also, depending on what some of these systems specifically, uh, well, not specifically, the healthcare model. If we go to a UBI, a lot of the things that pay into some our current healthcare system would probably change. So, or I would imagine would change if we're on a UBI and we kind of revisit a lot of that kind of thing, which would also Mm -hmm. impact employer payment. I would imagine to some extent, which would also probably Mm -hmm. impact health insurance to some extent. So a lot of those Mm -hmm. things would already at a base change. So the impact of, or requirement of something such as Medicare and Medicaid would also change. And I imagine, and kind of, I mean, welfare 
not not apples to apples or not exactly is essentially to some extent a very small scale UBI. Mm-hmm. So I uh, really mm-hmm. it, it, it is a gross oversimplification and they're yeah. definitely not exactly the same, but kind of. So yeah. Yeah. so would a lot of these programs go away completely? Distinctly totally possible. Changed. Would some of them at least just change and be very different? Also probably. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe not necessarily all of these things go away, but the amount of money that we need to put in and how they function and the actual benefit to the end, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. end user, uh, will end also user. drastically change. And if anything, they're getting more more bang for their buck at that point. And also yeah, more buck. A lot of more buck. Be, everybody wins. Everybody wins in the UBI world. Yeah. I think anyway. I think I think I figured out what it is that would be considered my what would be considered my most conservative take. Um, I know you've got some because you've turned full libertarian on us since you started this podcast. So yeah, I see you. I, it was, get off my lawn kind of stuff. It was um like what I can think of right now, it's um welfare recipients should be required to perform drug tests. However, I don't believe it should take away drug it should take away welfare. They should just be then provided systems of trying to get off of excluding weed, the heavy drugs. Disagree. So it's not a means testing, but because yeah. somebody is on welfare, I I I think that's discriminating. Yeah, you're, no, you're I... subjecting people to uh, mandatory drug tests and like forcing them into a program because they're on welfare. When I, I, I and it's. And and the amount of money and follow-up that would have to go into supporting anything to regulate that aspect is more than just giving them the fucking welfare. Like that, that's, that has already been looked at multiple times. Like even one test or one or a couple tests for one person over the course of six, uh, two months it's like, okay, that test is already a couple hundred dollars for them to go through all the processing and the results. It's like, all right, or you could have given them the $150 that their welfare was for whatever that period of time was. I agree with that, but it's, I mean, what Richard's saying is like, it's not, the, 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 the result of the drug test does not alter whether or not you're given the welfare payment. You're just going to, if they test positive for whatever, you're going to, in addition to being on the welfare program, you're going to put them in a in a drug rehab program which still increases the overall cost so at some point yeah it was it's it's more so to provide them resources on getting off of the substance abuse rather than just like i'm not i'm not gonna say like i'm not like like there's a i'm not an advocate for the war on drugs but i do think there is an extent of substance abuse that needs to be handled and i'm not saying that everyone on welfare abuses these abuses hard drugs but there is a level of people who have welfare who use the hard drugs like they need to at least be given the resources to try to not lean on that crutch i uh, i'm gonna try and cut this argument short because this is just gonna go down a terrible fucking conversation route that i don't want to be on a podcast uh Hard disagree in every sense of the word. And the resources for most of these people tend to be available. It's a matter of 
do they want it? And trying to force it on them by making it essentially attached to their well-being and their money for food and living is the worst thing you could possibly oh, fucking do to get I, them to get help. So, I'm, no. I'm, the answer I'm, is I'm, no. Just, I'm I would, not, also, I would I'm also say, if you don't think Elon Musk is on cocaine and should go to rehab, then I think maybe you need to rethink this whole conversation. Anyway. <laughs> but I, I'm also... That, I, that's it. I'm also, I'm also not saying that if they fail a drug, if they show that they've been using these substances, they lose their welfare. I'm just saying they get provided the resources. If they choose to not use it, they choose to not use it, but it is, at least they're being provided I th- I think, those resources. I th- I think I think you like, need to think. I, I don't want to drill too deep on. Look, we all we all volunteered to have a, a far left, far right opinion, so I don't want to drill too deep on. I will say you you there's a you have to think about like what your policy says about the the group of people that it applies to, and if you regardless of whether or not it actually ties to their amount of money, if you tell a group of people that are on welfare, look here. Uh, in addition to your welfare payments, we're also going to subject you to drug testing and provide you resources. If you fail the drug test, we're not going to, you know, it's not, we're not going to not give you your money, but we're going to give you this. It does seem like you are tying the fact that they are on welfare to whatever the result of their drug test is. And I don't think you want to tell that to a group of people that, you know, if you're using drugs and you're on welfare, I don't think you, from a, just from making your citizens feel you know, valued standpoint. I don't think you can do yeah. that. If anything, the 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 closest adjacent solution that would be slightly less shitty would be just a general blanket of, hey, as part of welfare, here's access to this thing, which I and just providing that access. Don't no fucking drug tests. Because either they're just going to take that as, oh, Never mind. I'm just going to avoid welfare altogether because I feel singled out and I don't want to be part of this process. Two, it's a terrible fucking waste of money for something that you're not going to make mandatory. So what's the fucking point? And then, th- yeah, I don't know. I, I just no. Like you can make the There's another the, super liberal opinion by me. Safe injection sites. Make them happen. Oh, 100 percent. There should be safe Have injection sites. Have them. Have them. Yeah, that's it. They, 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 yeah. some, somebody, I think, I think it was Mastriano ads made that uh, thing because I got all the Mastriano ads. Even though I was fucking Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Uh, I think that was a Mastriano thing. Like he tried to make uh, Shapiro seem like this lunatic liberal because he was in favor of like safe injection sites. I believe I'm getting that right. Maybe it was Fetterman Oz. But either way, I'm like, cool. Now I'm going to vote for him. The safe injection sites are clinically proven and, and you know, empirically proven to be wonderful uh, for people who are <laughs> trying to recover from drugs. So uh, yeah. any other thoughts? on your most liberal tim you gave what you was it was 2a it was the second amendment one was your most conservative um i guess that's that's probably between that and voter id aside from the wall you've always been in favor of the wall (laughs) yes big pink floyd fan um (laughs) between second amendment and voter rights but also both of those things twinged with the the left the left leaning support of like yes but they need to have access to those things to be able to do those things which mm. those views typically are with removing access or just ignoring the fact that people have to drive 300 miles oh can't afford a car got to take a bus 300 miles it's only open for 2 hours but i have to work like yeah but so like i <laughs> i can't think of a single particularly conservative viewpoint that I have that isn't twinged with something that is just like, yes, but also support it. Unlike the current status. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So the, 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 the plan is 
We pretend we didn't have this conversation, and then we bring it up to Sean during the next session and try to have his organic conversation and see what he says. Yes. Should Absolutely. we come up with six new, six new opinions? In yes. The- also, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll right. try. I'll up, try. Cook up, I'm going to come up. Even crazier. I'm going to come up with a couple fake ones, and I just want to see if Sean calls me on bullshit. <laughs> Like, I I just want to see if he's just like, either he's just going to call me a raging asshole or a piece of shit, or he's just going to be like, I think you're fucking with me. Yeah. Just just really, really get weird with it. Like, I only want to bring over one Libyan refugee and it's Gaddafi. (laughs) (laughs) Only one per year and it's just Gaddafi and different. I know Gaddafi's not alive anymore. Uh, all right. Uh, Still a good uh, joke. All right. <laughs> any, uh, any closing thoughts or anything? Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Gobble, Happy gobble. Thanksgiving, everybody. And also, yeah, Sean, you should be thankful. And I will send you this picture later so that you can also evaluate it. But I'm going to send it to the bros now. We can post it on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. I found Sean's long lost brother. What is happening with you tonight? Uh, Twitter. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, that's that's Grant from uh, right. Is that Grant or is that Keith? It's, they both look the same. That um, is Grant O'Brien, that's Grant. Sean O'Brien, O'Brien's yeah. long lost brother. No, it's uh, it, yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's Grant O'Brien from remarkable. from College Humor, or also it's uh, Keith. I feel it's like his Keith. name is Sapperstein from. It's not the Try Guy. Uh, no, not the Try Guy. It, it, was was he a Try Guy? No. It was, what was the other comedy one? Comedy channel. I don't know. There is a college humor skit where it's like, is Grant Keith? Because they look exactly alike. And those two are both in it and they go back and forth. It's a great uh, skit. It's it's probably Keith Habersberger, who is Habersberger, a try guy. It. It, which which try, is, is a try guy. guy. Yes. Okay. There's, he's one of... SNL... What? There's an SNL skit about the Try Guys like three weeks ago, and it was the first time I'd ever been alerted to the, the existence of the tr- the Try Guys as popular YouTubers. Yeah, I, haven't, they, I haven't watched the skit, but I've heard it's tone deaf as fuck for what was actually happening. Yeah, I have no idea what was actually happening. Uh, and the, the skit didn't really clue me in on it either. That's fine. We could talk about yeah. it off air since we're trying to wrap this show up. <laughs> That's true. So good, let's, good uh, old time stopwatch time clock Hanson here. Any got anyone got a pin? We can put a pin in that part of the conversation. We just think there we go. Rich has got a pin. Uh, so we put a pin in the Try Guys conversation, and we're going to wrap up the show by letting you know that if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, just like we answered uh, these lot of questions that we discussed tonight, uh, you want to send those questions to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. The podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms, anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, we're at brose underscore podcast. We're on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and we're on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Special thanks, as always, to Tess Riley for editing our show, Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, Shannon Vogel for designing our world-famous logo. Of course, you can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com at her shop. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. And you can listen to Steven's work at the free music archive. All right, it's time for some plugs. Rich, what's your Twitter handle and where can we find your various projects and goings on? Check me out at uh, B underscore Walnuts on Twitter. 
as well as twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts, where I will be at this moment probably playing a boatload of Pokemon Scarlet, because I hate what the Violet Legendary looks like, so I'm getting Scarlet. Um, also check out um, uh, PodQuest for the weekly nerdy talk show, as well as the eventual return with potential new castmates of Bonus Ooh. Action Tabletop Podcast. Rich fired some people. Uh, I want to buy a game. What <laughs> kind of buy? did. Uh, what? You want to buy a game? What should you buy? Yeah. Well, Pokemon yeah. Scarlet and Violet comes out on the 18th. Arkham Knights. Expensive. Arkham, Arkham Knights, I hear, like... is garbage. <laughs> Don't like get Arkham Knights. No, Arkham Knights, no, Arkham Knights just came out. I think, uh, I think you're thinking Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight. With a singular. Uh, singular, this, yeah. Is this two player now? <laughs> Four no. player. It's bad. Four player. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's it's a platform fighter. Oh uh God of War Ragnarok. God of War Ragnarok. You don't have a PS5. Yeah, you can um, borrow mine. That's okay. <laughs> I, I don't think I've played a single God of War game before. And you play something it's gotta be stupider. It's gotta be stupider than that. I'll think about it. Uh Tim, uh tell us your Twitter handle and tell us about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Uh, at Tim R. Hansen, you can catch me saying probably nothing because I rarely touch my Twitter, if at all. Hey, when was the last time you tweeted, man? I don't know. Right, I'm, I'm, looking. Me, I'm looking. Man. You better hop on that sinking ship, man. It's not going to be around for much longer. No. Can I look at what my last tweet was? How do yeah, I do yeah, that? It's on your profile. I don't know how Twitter You're... works because I don't use it very often. Your last uh, interaction on Twitter was on the 20, was somewhere around the 23rd. You retweeted someone named Lance. Born a king. If your friends ain't showing up for you like this, they ain't your real friends. And it's somebody fighting somebody on the street. Your last tweet was July 18th. And it's, I entered Jay-Z two cent 5,000 dream set of giveaway. <laughs> Learn more by giving this video, by going to this video. Oh, wait it's, a minute. Hold it's, on. It's hold on. Jay's two cents. Oh, Jay, Jay's. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that the Z was uh, uh, under, That's uh, a, was, was lowercase. Yeah, I was trying to win some computer components for free because that shit is expensive. It is. But besides the point, the point is I don't really use Twitter except to like things that Matt uh, Matt has posted or that Sean or Richie has posted. Uh, he hasn't liked anything I've posted in forever. That's accurate. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, and then we'll solve that problem. It's it's primarily Sean's cute things uh, that happened with Alice. Like uh, I think cute. I uh, he posted one. He's like driving Alice to daycare, and Alice saying, "What's mommy doing? Mommy's working. Mommy's so cool. No, it's so, so incre- cute. incredibly charming, incredibly charming." Uh, and then and, and and then Mary popping in to say, "It's me, I'm mommy." <laughs> it was great. Um, so I don't do shit on Twitter, but you can follow me at Tim R Hansen. Uh, Greg and Gene, anchor persons, coming in from the west coast of the U.S. If you enjoy our Murphy uh, and punny hilarity that ensues on this show, then you're going to love the sense of humor and throwback 80s and 90s references that some of you may or may not be old enough to know or understand. Uh, bringing you, I don't, I don't know what they're doing these days because I am a terrible fan for them to name the fan base after, uh, after. but uh, essentially go find their backlog of old, interesting news that they try to avoid the topical stuff uh, unless it was actually entertaining because listen, sometimes the world being on fire is kind of shitty. So let's focus on poor Spanish art restoration and some shitty things on some shopping network 
that somebody probably actually paid money for. Probably. Go listen. Hilarious guys. And also Jeff Jeff Goldblum is a stud. And they're gonna he talk is. about it frequently. You can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. My plug for tonight is for the New York Knicks uh, because in the NBA uh, in the last couple of uh, days, uh, their teams, every team has put out what their city edition uniform is going to be, like sort of a special alternate uniform. Uh, and the Knicks alternate uniform uh, announcement they, they put out today, and it's just a black uniform with New York written on it. However, the two jersey numbers that they chose to represent uh, the, the, as an example of what the jerseys would look like are the number nine, the number 11. Damn, it wasn't 69. Oh. Left. No. Right. Oh, wait. I yes. didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Left Took me a second. to right. Yep. Nine and 11. Sounds like Without. they forgot. Yeah. They definitely put on for their city. Uh, say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and Absentia, and the entire action moves to you. My name is Matt Cast, and I'm reminding you all that I put on for my city, on, on, for my city, on, on, and to be smart about being stupid. Does this mean we're... Look it up. Does this mean we're not going to plug Obi Disc Golf and all that shenanigans for Sean, even though he's not Uh, here? I forgot about all that. Uh, He throws (laughs) Obi Disc Golf or... Yeah. Sean does some shit. Go find him. Yeah, yeah. Now I feel bad because he went out of his way to plug, like, my my Taste Fakers podcast for all the times I was out. So Sean's on Twitter at Hey, It's SOB, where you can find all his very charming um, uh, daughter tweets. Hardcore dad mode on Sean's Twitter. And uh, he throws uh, Frisbees every week. Uh, at ob underscore disc golf on all social media platforms except for one. Is it YouTube? Is or it, it Instagram? Instagram, where it's ob Instagram. underscore disc golf. That's what it is. Okay, so it's ob underscore disc golf. Sean's a very good uh, disc golfer, uh, and he proves it uh, every time. Once every six months, when Sean and I go disc golfing together, and I just like chuck his frisbees into the woods, and uh, he actually like you know shoots under par occasionally. So uh, he's very good. Check him out. Anyway, see you later, guys. Bye. Tess, flip the put the ending here and put that. No, no, no. Leave it as is. This is it. That's a wrap, baby. Tess, play uh on put play uh on for my city by Young Jeezy at this one. You guys taking off of Spotify again. Yeah.